Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Let's talk about the relationship between stress and your muscles. When you go through chronic stress, which creates an elevation of cortisol, various things happen to different parts of your body. But today we're going to focus more on the skeletal muscles. And it's not necessarily just excessive stress. It could be excess amount of cortisol. Another name for that would be glucocorticoids. Or as an external source, if you're on prednisone, for example, you're getting a lot of that cortisol and that can create the same effect. There's two primary effects that happen with the muscles. Number one, you have this increased catabolic effect. Okay, catabolic means a breakdown of something. So we're getting a breakdown of muscle protein. Okay, and number two, you have this decrease of the anabolic effect of the muscles. So this means you're not gonna build the muscles back up. You're not gonna make new muscles. So if we look at the chain of events, we have increased amount of stress or prednisone or an increased amount of cortisol from another reason. Maybe you had a tumor on your adrenal or whatever. Uh, so there are other reasons why your cortisol might go up. But what happens, it targets the muscle and you start getting atrophy of the muscle. And what's happening is we're getting this muscle that's turning into amino acids. And the amino acids are there as a precursor to make new glucose okay, in the liver. And that's called gluconeogenesis. Neo meaning new, genesis meaning the creation of. So we're making new glucose from non-carbohydrate sources. And in the process of breaking down this muscle protein, uh, there's gonna be two main muscle groups that are gonna be involved, primarily. It could be other muscles too, but primarily it's gonna be your thigh muscles, okay? The quadricep and the glute muscles, your gluteus maximus. Apparently those are two muscles that we have in abundance, so that's what the body is going to go after. And this is all a survival mechanism. And what the body's trying to do is it's trying to preserve glucose to support the fuel in your brain. Now, normally protein is not used for fuel, but during certain survival mechanisms, the body has this uh, plan B where it starts tapping into the protein to increase glucose to actually help us survive. And so the brain cannot exclusively live on ketones. It has to use glucose too. And if you're not feeding it sugar, it's going to then make it from various sources. So you have this stress, primarily chronic stress over a period of time, that then starts breaking down your muscles, turns them into amino acids, and then the liver that's converted into glucose. We also have several other things going on. We have the suppression of glucose uptake of the cells for the preservation of glucose for the brain. We also have suppression of the utilization of glucose, and we have the suppression of glycogen synthesis. So in other words, your body's not gonna focus on storing glucose. It wants to keep it high in the blood so the brain can take what it needs. So this is what chronic stress does to your muscles, okay? And it's all a survival mechanism to help you survive and feed the brain, which is the, one of the most important organs during survival. So what can you do to counter some of this? Of course, you want to isolate the source of your stress and do whatever you can to reduce that uh, stress. Number two, vitamin B1 and vitamin B5 is essential. You can get that from nutritional yeast. That will greatly help counter the effects of cortisol. And the third thing is vitamin D3, which can also help you naturally reduce 
cortisol. Now there's many, many other things you can do for stress, but these are probably three of the top most important things to focus on. All right. Thanks for watching.